0: Welcome to Monkey Talk, brought to you by... The Board Monkeys Wrestling Podcast! we live we're holy live. shit we're live it's sunday night it's 9 p.m. do you live. know where your children are i have no idea i don't care if i'm loud christopher because we're here it's sunday night we 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 have a special guest tonight and uh it, he he he's might be getting a little bit of heat i don't know from the action crowd but we're going to bring him in like this we're going to bring him in as the three time mm-hmm pro south champion. He's also he has also been a southern honor champion. He is he has also been the new south tag team champion. Not just once, but I believe twice. But if that's wrong, we're going to fire our damn
1: this uh, research department our damn research work.
0: department. <laughs> but we have with us tonight Uh-oh. Mr. Mr. Brain Dead, Mr. Kevin Ryan, welcome, sir, to the show oh. tonight.
2: What's up, guys? I do want to correct you real quick. So I'm a three-time Pro South champion, a three-time Pro South All Out champion. Big oh. difference. Oh. Big difference, dude. Come on, you gotta get your studies oh. together. It's the I, right, people, they're fired. I got, I, fired sure.
0: I'm writing that down right now. We're firing <laughs> God, it. Put it the, in the damn. Notes, we're we're firing the damn research team <laughs> again. They we we keep firing them, yet they keep coming back.
2: I don't. Sick get of it. them. Dude. I'm sick of them already. I,
0: they suck they suck
2: well but anyway what's up guys
0: what's thanks up? for joining us tonight man thank you of course
1: yeah we appreciate you coming on the pod uh obviously we are live on twitch right now looking forward to any kind of rumbling going on in the chat we'll get through a lot of different things tonight we'll talk about action wrestling we're going to talk about your new allegiance that we'll get into a little bit later we'll talk about what's coming up next but what we need to do is we need to start at the beginning At the beginning is a young Kevin Ryan, uh, Kevin Ryan before wrestling, a Kevin Ryan growing up. What was young Kevin Ryan like?
2: So man, young Kevin Ryan is just kind of in Georgia, man, living the life, man, going to school every day, riding the bus, getting rode up on the bus, being a little damn troublemaker, you know, what I do best. Uh, But young Kevin Ryan, that's basically what you see now, you know, I'm a kid at heart and always will be, but it's, it's like, uh to be like the cliche answer here it would be like the wrestling loving guy who like all i did was watch wrestling all i did was study wrestling all i did was like uh i would i would just like look up all these like wrestling shows when i was younger like i remember watching like i just made my iwa debut like last thursday which was balling for me because i remember when i was younger i used to watch all the chris heroes and the cm punks and the joes and the ryan danielsons et cetera. cetera. and uh that that's me man just the the loving mark i am a mark of wrestling guys you're a wrestling fan okay People in wrestling are wrestling fans. I hate the term mark because uh, everybody gives it shit all the time. But in general, like let's be honest here, we're all marks. Like uh, so that's that's young know, Kevin Ryan. Just uh, living it up and trying to get through the days day by day, man.
1: So now that the statute of limitations is passed, what kind of bus trouble are we talking about? I really need to understand <laughs> dude, what kind of write-ups we're we're talking about
2: here. Dude, you'll love this, dude. I used to get uh if I had a substitute on my bus, hear me out. I would get ai – don't start laughing, dude. I would get butt-naked, bro. Hear me out. Butt-naked with a sub on the bus, and I would do backflips over the seats. Oh, bullshit. Backflips over the seat, and when the bus driver had a railroad stop, I would moon them. <laughs> like, I just did, like, the craziest shit. Dude. Just because, why not, dude? I was bored. Do some dumb shit, you know?
0: Been there, done that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 100, that's a real-life story. I told somebody that last night. That's 100% true. That's real life.
1: I'll I, you know. tell you the
2: craziest bus story I ever had. My, hear me out, dude. It wasn't me, though. My sister threw this piece of paper at this random girl, right? Didn't mean to throw it at her or whatever. I saw three of these girls. They went like the three blonde mice. That's the way I look at them. Just one after one, went up and just whooped her ass. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Jesus Christ. And uh, so I went up to my bus driver and I, like, cussed them out. Cussed them out, like, as much as possible. And, of course, I got rode up, didn't get on the bus for two or three days, you know. Happens. So like I have like the craziest stories of getting rode right up on the bus when I was younger, but I was a wild child. Always have
1: been. You know, I remember like the days of like playing red light on the bus where you tried to get to that red light in the back of the bus and I would get in trouble for that. Like it was basically oh, Jesus. running That's the gauntlet. Stuff, That's like <laughs> I That's feel like soft. such a, like a nerd now. I'm like, what? Like getting naked, doing back. Oh yeah. You're the
2: dude sitting at the front of the bus. You know what I mean? Like we're the cool kids in I the back. I would never the, sit at the front of the bus. You're the nerd in the front of the bus. Damn you, on. Kevin. That, I, see,
0: I, I will have to defend Christopher. He usually, he, he would usually sit in the middle of the bus.
2: I would say. I don't mind that, that. doesn't. If you're not in the back, you ain't living it up. You know what I mean? Come on. Man. The <laughs> this back, is, this back is started nothing?
1: on a bad okay. foot, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> research doesn't know what they're doing. I am in the front of the bus. This guy's naked doing backflips. This pod is out. What a great podcast! what a way to start it, man! <laughs> right, out of, right out of level ten. Right out of level ten. Got you have to, man. Got you have to. All right, so let, let's let's get back to young Kevin Ryan. Let's get back to being that terrible word that we're not going to call you. We're just going to call you a big wrestling fan because we all are big wrestling fans. Nice. And what stood out? Who who stood out that that you went, man? That's cool. I want to be like that guy.
2: So, like, this is the weirdest one. And, like, I have, like, similarities for sure, but it's The Undertaker, man. I don't know what it was, or it wasn't his wrestling style, obviously. It was just like, I just liked the way he was. Something was cool about him. And I remember, like, uh, I had the wildest, like, beginning story of wrestling to where, like, when I first watched it, it was Undertaker in the feud out of all good feuds he's had with Heidenreich. Like, oh, 2004. Yeah, yeah, the most wildest, like, feud of all time. Takering, I, uh, you know, I the, haven't
1: heard that name in
2: forever. <laughs> right, dude? So, like, it was on SmackDown, and, like, this casket gets brought out, and he's getting rolled down there, and what is hot and right? Terrified of caskets, of course. So, you know the classic, like, oh, I'm not opening the casket, and what does he do? He opens up the casket, you know. You know how it goes. And he does, like, the the taker head. That's what I call it. Well, he just goes, and he stares at you for a long time. Yep. And and something about that just, like, drove me to be like, man, this is really cool. And then you have, like, you're obviously like your Jeff Hardys, and your uh, like Brawl, uh, Paulin and Brian Kendrick were really cool when I was a kid. Love those guys. Uh, there's not one specific other than Taker, I would say, but like, I think all of wrestling really brought me into it. Eddie Guerrero is another one that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed as a kid, even like as a bad guy, like Big Heel. I loved his stuff he did with Eddie or uh, with Rey Mysterio when I was younger, and I was like, man, that's one of the coolest things of all time. That's that's the stuff that brought me into wrestling, it's like 2005 wrestling.
1: Now, that brings you in as a fan. Is it also making you have that itch to get in the ring, or was there other guys that were like, hey, I can be like him, or I want to try this?
2: uh, I think it was – see, I have that question a lot, but I think it's more of, like, just the beauty of all wrestling. Like, there's. I don't think it's one thing. I think just when I was, like, younger and I watched it, it's like I don't know anything else. Like, I only know wrestling. Like, you can ask me about the Braves or Alabama football and all that wild shit, but I know professional wrestling. That's Mm. what I enjoy. So I think there was never a time where I was like, I'm going to do this. I think it was just, like, naturally a thing. Like, you're going to be a wrestler. And I wouldn't take that for granted. I would I would never say no to that. That's all I wanted to do.
0: Now, with that being said, and, Christopher, if I if I jumped on your question, let me know. Okay. With, with that being said, when, when you decided to say, you know, hey, what, I'm, I'm going to try this, uh, what was that process like? Were, were, were you a... Uh, were you into sports? Did you play any sports, you know, while you were growing up? You know, what what was the story with you actually getting to decide that, hey, I'm going to try this wrestling thing that I love out for real?
2: Uh, So, like, I was, I played a lot of sports. Like, I played football for three years. Uh, that was, like, middle school, though, so it didn't really count. I played soccer for eight years. I amateur wrestled in sixth grade. That may have been one kind of when I amateur wrestled. Because I was like – it's like the typical, like, TV show thing where they're like, oh, you don't do pile drivers on this kind of wrestling, so that sucked. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I definitely want to just be in the ring. I think that was kind of the issue with it. Like uh, I played baseball for seven years. I, uh, there's nothing I really didn't. I, I was terrible at basketball. I will say that right now. Worst basketball player of all time. Um, But I don't know. I, there's just no correct answer to me to that question. Then I would give like an honest way of giving, you know what I mean?
0: No problem. Hey, but now when you, when you decided, where did you start to train?
2: So I trained with a guy named Dakota Outlaw in BCW. The most like he's a great human being and I appreciate him helping me, but I didn't really like uh sounds so disrespectful. I didn't really learn the wrestling trade from him. Uh I trained with him for like 6 months, which was awful for sure. And I started wrestling for about a year and then I got in touch with Robert Gibson through Jordan Kingsley. And I trained with Robert Gibson for a little while and that that really helped me. Like that helped me more than Uh, almost anybody in wrestling, just because Robert's such – I mean, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that dude knows what he's doing in the wrestling business. Uh, So I trained there for a little while, and I started just running the roads. And I was already, like – I had already been to, like, seven states by the time I was 16. Like, I I was just, like, young and grinding, man. And that's really why I started wrestling, was I would say Robert Gibson trained me. Like, if I wanted to say, like, if I had a technical trainer, it would be Robert Gibson.
0: Nice. When you got in the ring, what was – you know, you had done a little bit in in sports. What was the first, you know, your first bump like?
2: Uh, it sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was great. It sucked. I'm going to be 100% with you now. I'm not like these guys who, like, bumped in boxing rings. Like, I, I bumped. Well, I take that back, actually. I did bump in a boxing ring. So, funny story of, like, when the dude Dakota Outlaw first found me is I was at this gym in Somerville, Georgia, which is where I'm, like, technically from. And so we was in there, and what are four wrestling fans doing a boxing ring? we run the ropes and do stupid stuff off of it, you know? And so we was just, like, doing dumb stuff. And I see this guy walk in, and he's like, we'll train you. He's like, it's him and his partner, Savin Roberts, but he did most of the training. And he's like, I'll train you, uh, blah, blah, blah. So we did two sessions. Our very first sessions were in that boxing ring where it was, just, it was a ring, and then it had, like, a – it was, like, a wooden, like, platform in the middle of it. So it was, like, I was just bumping on literal floor, which sucked. Yeah. Uh, So it was awful, but then I I thought to myself, like, during the training, I was like, you know, like, this sucks, but, like, if these guys that I love wrestle, you know, did this their whole entire damn lives, and why can't I? Like, if this is what I want to do, why the hell can I do that also? Yeah. that's kind of what motivated me through it.
0: Nice. Have you had it, did you have any injuries, you know, in those first couple of years, you know, getting to, to get into everything?
2: I've been blessed in wrestling to where I've never had, like, a major injury. You know, knock on some wood. Of course, yes, you know.
0: of course.
2: I've had like uh, stoned heels, maybe, and like maybe a couple of sprained wrists. I do have a story of a guy that I did train with. Uh, we was in the ring and we were training, and we were practicing back suplexes. That was just one of the basic things we were doing. And so the guy didn't move his hand from behind my back. So when he landed, he planted his hand and snapped his forearm completely in half. Yeah, and that was probably Aye. the yeah. That was that was probably four months into our training.
0: Hi. damn. Yeah.
2: That's- but I've been lucky and fortunate enough to never have an injury, or at least a major injury. That's amazing to me, considering yeah. the
1: moveset.
2: The all the stuff I oh, do, it's
1: crazy.
0: I, it, it, really, really. Not I. I'm gonna knock out all the wood in my house my after, man, the, after the interview is over, just to make yeah. sure. So now y- you've wrestled with Action a couple of times. Uh, we've seen you in the ring with, with names that, you know, if you watch action wrestling, even if you watch independent wrestling, you know, these names, you know, we have Fred, Fred Yehi. We got Nolan Edward. We have Graham Bell, Kevin Koo. Now on February 12th. And we're, we're going to announce this. We don't have a graphic or anything yet. The, the graphics department it's is still so working fresh. on that.
2: It's so it's fresh. So, literally. Okay. <laughs>
0: Literally so for, See, I don't we, even know my match
2: yet, so we, this is
0: be great. We, we just found out about this. I What was it, Christopher? About six hours ago, we got the word? Yeah, a little, little, little like earlier that. today, yeah. So February 12th, Action has a doubleheader that night. We have, what is it? We have No Easy Way out, And we also have Eyes on the Throne. We're not sure which show you're going to be on yet, but we know your opponent is going to be a high flyer from cool. I believe the state of Florida, named Eli Knight.
2: Oh, oh I know Eli.
0: I know. I, I I I watched a couple after after we got the word. So everybody, mm-hmm. February twelfth, we got Kevin Ryan against Eli Knight. I've okay. watched some of his some of his matches, and oh, sh- sh- shit, he is <laughs> a flyer. He is a flyer. Yep. Yeah, now you said you said you you know of him a little bit. You know what 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 do you think about his
2: his in-ring Now ability. that you
1: know you'll be fighting him because we yeah. just broke the news. Yeah, I was going to say, surprise to <laughs> me, guys. Opening
2: up presents here on the Bald Monkey podcast. That's, it's that's great. How, that's how we roll. I mean,
1: we just – we come uh, with
2: gifts. I think he's, like, extremely good. Like, based off what I saw, I saw some of his IWA stuff from – I want to say it was not too long ago. And I, I've never seen him before IWA, which is no disrespect to the guy. Uh i just never seen him before. But I like his creativity in the ring. And I do think me and him would have a uh, – a great match in the sense of like creativity hopefully but he's really good he's solid i mean can't touch me but he's solid you
0: know well we're, solid, definitely, I guess. we're, we're definitely looking forward to that however what what we're what we really want to know is now at matt's big birthday bash you were supposed to wrestle cabana man dan. Uh, we had a little bit there. That Cabana Mandan uh, was uh, he? He was not there that night, and and you took on a, a fan. Man, a fan, yeah. That a, night a, a he roster. he was a fan, a paying he was a, patron. He, he was a paying member of the audience, and that member was uh, Shug D. Oof! It was it was a pretty intense match. Uh. now. At the end of the match, it seemed like you two came to some alignment of, wait, what what's the deal? What's what's going on? Uh, that you can tell us.
2: Let's just say that there's big things in the future for Shug D and Kevin Ryan, And that's, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to give you too much. I'm not going to give you uh, all the answers you want. That's no disrespect to y'all. That's just, if you want to see it, watch it. You know what I mean? But I do know that the future is bright. I promise you that.
1: It's just, I, I'm still floored by it. I, 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 just, I question why I question why align yourself with this version of should be, I, I know you've had your, your struggles with action wrestling and what's going on, but you've put on great matches. I'm still floored by the Kevin Koo match and, how you refuse to give up and you refuse to give up against Shug D as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So I mean,
1: why, why now?
2: I mean, here's the thing. If, if you want to look at it from my perspective, i look at it and the like, I look at a guy like Sug D who's been there. Who's done that. You know, he's done everything that I could only dream of doing. Uh, he's been on national TV multiple times. He's been on the Fed. You know what I mean? If i going to call it the Fed, he's been in the Feds. He, he's done everything. Why would I not want to align myself with the guy who's done that? You know, I can align myself with somebody who's done absolutely nothing, but what does that do? That don't help me at all. But if I align myself with somebody like a, what, 15-year veteran, Shug D, that's only going to make me better. And so why would I not do that? Shug D is a leader, man. And,
0: and Christopher, I, I do have to say that I – I kind of like this version of Shug D, the most. <laughs> out of Out of all of what he has
1: gone through, I, Shug I D do is, just say, straight, up, Shug is. D straight up man. He is. He's not playing. Before. I I hey, he's an alum of the podcast. We love Shug D. We had a great chat with him. I'm just gonna say it's a little uncomfortable sometimes <laughs> with this version of Shug D around. Yeah,
2: that's the best part, though. You never know what he's gonna say. But he when you man. when you talk to you listen, he demands your respect. That's just how shady is.
1: So that is true. We got the story. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure what to think still. But we'll watch. Trust me. We got our yeah. eyes peeled. We're going to pay attention to what's going on. We're trying to get your motivation about this decision. I want to know your motivation about wrestling. I want to oh. know what keeps you going. We talked about a couple of your matches. You had that scramble match. You didn't come out on top. You had that amazing match with Kevin Koo. You had a match with Sugar Dunkinton. You're having these great matches, but you're not coming out on top. But how do you stay motivated? How do you keep pushing forward when it comes to action wrestling?
2: Uh, the word I see in my head constantly, continuously, over and over is just opportunity. Uh, yeah. Losing sucks. <laughs> the worst possible thing in wrestling. But I lose all the time, and it's okay. Because the way I look at it, is one day I will lose. One day I'll be bigger than everybody. One day I'll be the best wrestler on the planet. Hopefully, you never know. You know, it's all about lessons and and improving off those lessons. You know, I may lose, but shit happens. Everybody loses, you know. All I can do is take those losses and turn them into something positive. Mm-hmm. And that's my motivation to do that is, uh, I mean, look at me now. I've lost five times, which is so terrible. It sucks. Worst record probably action history. But I have somebody like Shug D in my back corner to hopefully do something different. That's my motivation is to see what the future holds for me. And I've had like, uh, it's also cool to have these matches against guys like the Kevin Coos and the Fred Yehaz, you know, and the Nolan Edwards who are making strides and who've already made strides and already made waves like uh, opportunity. Once again, that's, that's what keeps me going in action Wrestling.
1: Well, we talk about it sometimes and we talk about, you don't always have to win to, and I don't know if you like this word, cause you don't like the other one, but over, you don't, yeah. you don't always have to win to get over. And, I don't know if it helps at all, but dude, you've gotten over in the last few matches without winning Thank you, any matches. I, I mean, I sure. am on the Kevin Ryan train. Um, I, I've been lucky enough to, to, to catch the beginning of it somewhere in the yeah. end of 2020 in action wrestling mm-hmm. when you first kind of got that momentum going. And I feel like for 2021 sure. could be pretty big for you in action. I
2: wrestling. hope so, man. It's all I can ask.
1: <laughs> all right, let's get out of the ring. We're getting too serious. We're getting too angry. I'm confused. I'm in the back of, I'm, I'm trying to get to the back of the bus. So yeah, let's get out of the wrestling ring and find out what you're doing for hobbies. What, what, what do you do in the little bit of free time that a wrestler has as a hobby?
2: Uh, I make music actually, which is money. Uh, I've made music for probably like three years and I, and I display it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. i just always, uh, it gives me something to let my creative flow out on, you know? I'm not in the ring, I always try to be creative in some sort of form, and whether it's my merch, whether whether it's like my ring style, whether it's uh my music, that, that's what I do. Just try to be like as creative and outgoing as possible. That's my hobbies: make music, hello music. I mean,
1: if that's not a segue for you, the captain, to get into music, I, well, I mean,
0: my 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 next question would inevitably be, what kind of music are we
2: talking about here? have to find out. No, I'm just kidding. You have to watch and see, man. Come on. watch and see. Uh, No, I make, like, I make rap music, actually. I've made rap music uh, for three years. I've done it with my homies out of Georgia. Uh, We just kind of have this, like, bullshit little studio set up in one of my homies' apartments. And we just kind of go to town. That's what we do. And I've done that. There's some auto-tune on it. There's some not auto-tune on it. There's some diss tracks. There's some uh, just, like, love music. Like, it's, it's all kinds of just random stuff, man. Kevin, I nice. love music. I mean, I got yeah, to that. I gotta check love that out. <laughs> music, dude. I was fired. Dude. I just going to hate it with this fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you mentioned earlier that you did a little bit of traveling and yeah. everybody that we talked to has some sort of traveling story. So mm-hmm. what's been like a, a memorable traveling story that you've had something that stands out a trip that you had the most fun on while you've been touring and wrestling.
2: Uh, so one was St. Louis, Missouri, actually, uh, in 2017, I went to St. Louis, Missouri and we had planned the trip for probably six months. I was booked up there for about six months beforehand. And so what do you have have to get your licensing, which includes like your blood work and, uh, uh, your physical blah, 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 blah. So I go up, I have my physical done, but I don't have my blood work yet. So last day beforehand, I get it done. I skipped school, you know, I got put over for skipping school, which was random, but cool or whatever. (laughs) So uh, I get my blood work done and I send it in. So I go up there and I have probably like six hours before the show starts. And we're up there and we're just kind of bullshitting around. And throughout the whole show, about two hours beforehand, the guy, the doctor comes to me and he goes, hey, where's your blood work? And I'm just like, I send it, you know, you should have it off of blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. So we wait there and the show is going to start in 15 minutes and he still doesn't have it. So, we're, like, calling. We're, like, calling every place that could have had my blood work or where it could have been left to, blah, blah, whatever. So, we call them, and they're, like, we don't have it. We sent it and got everything figured out. So, uh, like, ten minutes before show, it's five minutes later, ten minutes before show, I go up to the doctor, and I'm, like, look, man, if you need to, like, uh, just not let me wrestle, like, you need to just tell me instead of, like, letting my hopes get up about me wrestling in Missouri, which is a cool deal for me. You know, wrestling somewhere else is always, like, a a fun feeling. Mm
0: Yeah.
2: So he's like, well, we'll just move your match around because I was supposed to be third when they moved us to semi. Uh, So which which was I have a good story about this also to where, like, I don't get my blood work until five minutes before my match, literally five minutes before my match. But the match before mine, we had twelve hundred people in the crowd. Right. But they took two intermissions to where the fans thought the second intermission was the end of the show. So instead of wrestling in front of 1,200 people in the semi-main, I wrestled in front of 12 people in the semi-main. And the doctor, even better, the doctor made this a thing. He was like, well, we're going to call this the Kevin Ryan plan or something like that, right? So I go back last year to do my blood work again. Same exact thing happens. He made a program just so this wouldn't happen. And when I go back, the same exact thing happened. But instead of it being like five minutes before my match, it was like, uh, two hours before my match, they finally found it. But, like, that's insane to me that that's a thing. And I also lost out of a $1,200 draw, which
0: sucks. Yeah. That's ridiculous.
2: And a uh, Wild story for sure. 12.
0: 12 people. 12.
2: Let, Twelve literally. People literally. To 12. Uh, we were in a, the Lamborghini Arena, as they call it, right? So there's 12, like, 1,200 people around, which is a great draw for me. I love wrestling in front of big crowds. Who doesn't? And knowing, looking out the curtain one second, seeing 1,200. Looking back, and then coming out the curtain in CN12 is the most uh, draining feeling probably in all I've ever had in professional wrestling.
0: You would you would think that someone would be like, "Whoa, whoa, no, no, we still got like yeah, right. a couple of matches left. Don't leave."
2: I just I didn't know what to do. I was just like, "Whatever, man." And then we uh, it, it was the whole deal. That's like the worst time I've ever had in wrestling. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man, nice. I'm terrible yeah dude never hopefully, going to missouri again no, I'm kidding. Hope, i was just gonna i was to <laughs> say maybe, hopefully, maybe
1: once or twice
0: hopefully the next time you go to missouri they, they get this
2: shit figured out
1: 13 people so. or kevin's not showing up yeah that's all it is
2: that's the, the new hashtag 13, on 13 or nothing
1: not oh man all right we ready for favorites chuck i think we're ready we're there all right we're ready for favorites now I'm going to go right piggyback off of the travel story and try to find out your favorite city to wrestle in.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Uh my favorite city to wrestle in will probably just be like my hometown. Of like Somerville's cool, but it's also like 10 minutes from Rome. So mm-hmm. I'll just consider it Rome. I think Rome, Georgia is my favorite place to wrestle in because that was the first place I went to my indie shows and the first time I'd ever like met these smaller indie wrestlers who I didn't know about, but I always thought they were unique, you know, because it was just different than the TV wrestling you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think Rome, Georgia would definitely be it. Plus there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of history in Rome, Georgia for wrestling, which is that's where Arn Anderson's from. Mm-hmm. He's, he was born in Rome, Georgia, which is money to me. So Rome, Georgia.
1: You get to yeah, it's that thing on Twitter right now. Like the people that were born in the city, wrestlers that were born in the city that I'm from.
2: Yeah, Aaron Anderson. Yeah, that's why i thought of it up, brother. Come
1: on. No, there's nobody in. Yeah, we're we're. I don't. We don't I don't think we don't have anybody from the Long nah. Island area specifically in our city. We do have Long Islanders, but we'll, yeah, we're, we're not gonna get into that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. So,
1: uh, favorite wrestling move that you do in the ring. What's your favorite move to
2: do? Uh, so I just started doing this pile driver, right? It's money, dude. It's uh, it's like a pump handle package pile driver. And I don't know if anybody does it. I'm sure. with it being wrestling, somebody does. Uh, but it's either that pile driver or it's the moonsault I do. It's because I like backflips. Backflips are cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, it's easy. Well, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's, it's one side of the story to do moves to yeah. other people. What about moves that are being done on you or your taking? So what's your favorite move to
2: take? Any pile driver, any kind of, that's crazy. Wow. I'm I'm getting dropped on my head. I get it. But also I I think I make them look really good compared to a lot of people. So I like to take them. That's it's scary. Don't get me wrong. It's a little (laughs) scary sometimes, but as long as they're safe with it, I don't give a shit. Drop me on my head.
1: Who's given you the best pile driver in your career so far? Good question.
2: Hunter Drake. Okay. He does this cool. He does this cool Canadian, to where he like springboards off the top rope, and instead of like doing it like Adam Cole style, where you land on your feet and go, he just like launches out and then just hits the Canadian. That's probably the, oh. my favorite one I've taken so far. It's just unique, and I feel like it always gets a good reaction.
1: That's crazy. I nice. I just can't imagine that being my favorite move. Dude, hate. I'm crazy, man. I'm like,
2: <laughs> if you're <getting> out <laughs> a naked backflips on the bus, man. Come on.
1: Yeah, back then, yeah, naked backflips. Yeah. Brain dead. What am I thinking? I don't know.
2: Come on, man. You know this. <laughs>
1: All right, you're on the road, uh, good food is scarce sometimes. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to grab when you're on the road as far as food goes?
2: Uh, Taco Bell. If we're doing restaurants, if we're talking just random food, like gas station food, I'm going to do fucking uh, chips and salsa. All, you can't ever go wrong with a little tortilla chips and salsa.
1: Now, if you're going to order from Taco Bell, do you have a specific order that you usually get? No, they, they usually they get screwed that. up their menu. That's, yeah, dude, they took everything menu. off.
2: Like, I'm disrespected by Taco Bell at this point, for sure. Pota- potatoes but,
0: are coming back, I heard.
2: Well, They're gross. Their potatoes are nasty. Their nacho fries also were better before. When they come back now, they're just fucking soggy and watered down. And tastes like ass, dude. It tastes like I'm eating rubber. Uh, But if there's one thing I get off the Taco Bell menu, I'm going to give it the the chicken Power Bowl. No guacamole, no tomatoes. Just load it up all day.
0: I do like the Power Bowls. I've Mac never had one. one. I've never had a Power They're Bowl. good. It, it, they are it's basically like a fajita bowl without the fajita. Yeah, Next and then, to me, to the, the Taco
2: Bell one's way better than any like Chipotle or most. Oh yeah, market. no doubt.
0: I, yeah, Chipotle. <laughs> trash, dude.
2: Trash. One hundred percent trash.
0: I, I agree with that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Right. well, we're
1: not. I getting went, spots to, I went Chipotle. to
2: Chipotle. I went to Chipotle like two <laughs> weeks ago, and I got they gave me tortilla chips. That's like a thing they give you if you get the queso dip with it. So I got mm-hmm. the queso dip and I got tortilla chips. The tortilla chips were half wet. And when I bit into them, they wouldn't break. They were like hockey pucks as they were wet. It was so weird. It was like the craziest thing I'd ever experienced. So I don't think I'll ever go back to Chipotle.
1: That's disgusting. No
2: doubt. Yeah, yes. very
1: disappointed. All right, I got another one for the ring. So, yeah. Dream matches are tough to talk through. So we're going to try to we're going to frame this up. Uh-huh. So you get to pick what city you're having the match in and you get to pick what type of match and your opponent. Where are we? What's the match and who's who's on the other side of the ring from you?
2: All right, dude, I'm going to do you one better, include the arena. So I'm talking New York City, Madison Square Garden, the arena of all arenas. And I'm thinking Kevin Ryan versus Adam Cole. They got Adam oh, Cole guy, man. Adam Cole is the man. So Kevin Ryan versus Adam Cole, no doubt. That would be I love it. Epic.
1: Yes, just because it's Madison Square Garden. I mean, (laughs) you put any two people in Madison Square Garden, no offense to you or Adam Cole, but it's just magic. There's something about that arena.
2: And I've always wanted to wrestle there, dude. That's like the most historic wrestling venue. I mean, they kind of redid it or whatever, which sucks, but it's still Madison Square Garden at the end of the day. And it's still the New York faithful. You know what I mean? Like, never got to wrestle in New York. Would definitely love to.
1: We got to hook that up, Chuck. We got to talk to our New York people and – they so bring
2: him to call me. Oh, yeah! Like, Look, man.
0: I'll get right on the phone. <laughs> hey, New York, Hey New York, can we get this guy up there?
2: Yeah, they <laughs> bring Come him on. in, dude.
0: Come on. Is
1: that that's you? Better got better any better, more, Christopher? I'm gonna I'm gonna pass off the baton because I'm sure you've got some lined up for Mr. Ryan.
2: Give me something, dude. Please. I do.
0: I do. So I, uh, looking at your career, you've been in both. Singles matches, of course. You've been in some tag team matches. You've been in some scramble matches. What's your favorite match to be in?
2: You mean that I've had, or just like like the type of match?
0: Uh, let's go with that you've had.
2: Uh, my favorite match that I've had so far, uh, would probably be. I had a TLC match for New South Wrestling, uh, and. I want to say 2019, it was me, and my, uh, myself, and Sean Christopher Taggan against Baron Black and Prince I uh, was it Prince of Paul? No, it was Baron Black and Fred Yeha, actually, oh. versus uh, Chris Cronk and Donnie Janella, And we tore the mother effing house down that night. Now, that's been my favorite match, my favorite moment in wrestling. Uh, so Everything about it was great to me. Enjoyed it. That's been my favorite match. I also have another good match that I enjoy. Uh, when I was, like, real young in my career. Me and Leon Ruff shared the first-ever main event with each other. (coughs) So I was Leon Ruff's first main. He was my first main at New Level Pro in Alabama. And I think those two, like, stand out to me, of some of my favorite matches I've had.
0: Nice. Is there a a match that you haven't done yet in your career that you want to (laughs) do?
2: This is going to be so head-ass, dude. But hell in a cell, right? That'd be crazy. (laughs) I don't know. Uh In reality, I don't think I have a match that I just want to do, but I'm open to all suggestions. I don't think I'm a deathmatch guy, per se. I don't think I would enjoy that too much. But anything kind of outside the realms of a deathmatch, and I mean, I'll take a couple of light tubes, I guess, sometimes. We'll figure it out. But uh, anything, not really like a, a big picker on stuff like that. So whatever you give me, I'll try to make the best out of.
0: Cool. Now, we know who you've wrestled in action so far. We know we've seen a lot of talent that has come through action. Do you have someone in mind that you're looking at after this show in February that, you know, I, I think I want to go after X. Or is that, Uh, is that privy information between you and Mr. Not Mr. Not Mr. Schum. Schum. Uh,
2: if i if i had one person i want to wrestle i would if i was to rephrase the question it would be cabana mandan just because i didn't get that match and i would love to see what we could do i Thanks. think we tear it up
1: good it up. i would like to see He's that much too i was He's very ex- i was very excited when his music hit and i was like i'm getting kevin ryan and cabana mandan oh. i was
2: i was pumped my man all I there.
1: So I'm I'm yeah, I'm weird super fan that I know everybody's music. When I hear your music, I get pumped when I hear Cabana Man Dan. Anybody's music, I know who's coming. For sure.
2: I'll feel you. Yeah. Screw so. Cabana Man Dan though for not coming. Just let that out right now. Kiss my ass, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm just damn kidding. You Dan. I can't. Damn you, Dan. Damn you Dan. Hashtag damn you
0: Dan. <laughs> damn you, right. Dan. Oh man. Okay, so we talked a little bit about music. Yes. And do you have a Favorite, you know, guilty pleasure—something that just that looking coming. at you, kn- knowing knowing that you've you you do some rap and that's mainly what you're into—is there a guilty pleasure that you? I have? like classic. I like
2: super like either like alternative rock, like from like oh three, like the three days grace, sustained, uh, Nickelback, or I like the really old school like Animals or Johnny Cash or uh, stuff like that, any any type of stuff like that, anything that I feel like can, like, hit the soul when I hear it. No, I love, like, new music, of course, like Trippy Reds, Lucy Bird's Drake. Like, I love stuff like that, but I'm a I'm a big-time guilty pleasure in stuff like Johnny Cash or, like, House of the Rising Sun. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite songs ever.
0: Nice. I, lo- I can get down with that. I have no idea the three or four names you threw out there before that, <laughs> but I can get down with House of the Rising Sun.
2: I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> that's all
0: I got, Christopher.
1: All right, I'm afraid to ask this question after how we started this interview, uh, uh, but we ask this, this is one of our staple questions, you're able to go back and give advice and talk to 10-year-old Kevin Ryan. What are you going to tell 10-year-old Kevin Ryan?
2: Not to be such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> if, there was, if, there was a, if there was one thing I would say, it was just not be such a dick. And that's probably it, because <laughs> I can be known to be an asshole sometimes, but I don't really try to be. You know, try to be a sweet, nice, loving guy. But if there was, it would be, oh, probably that, and also uh, that the Undertaker's streaks going to get broken. You know, just let so, him know early. Yeah. Let him know early. You know what I mean? Let him know. That's terrible. Such,
1: such now, a crush, crushing blow for a young that's a, kid. Rest in peace,
2: this three man. Come on.
0: <laughs> Come so. On, I- dude. I'm I'm gonna throw in another one here since we've okay. been talking since we've been talking about school buses, and it was it wasn't really the same, but ha- have you ever seen the movie Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox?
2: We're mm-hmm. talking. This
0: is back in the '80s. Okay, Dating so there's. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's old okay. shit. That is old. Hey, they Dating came out with a new version. Old. Come on, they now, came out on. with a new version. But oh almost like Elvis
2: Presley. Bro, come on. <laughs> through the sway at the dance looking ass
0: (laughs) (laughs) in in the movie in the movie Michael J Fox goes surfing on top of a van would you ever go surfing on top of the school bus
2: dude you get me a board you put my ass up there dude I'm in I don't give a shit dude bring it on bring it on
1: the guy's doing backflips naked through the bus. What the heck hey, is sitting on top
0: the of the bus? Do what the am saying.
2: Come, Come on.
0: on! I'm no, just, I'm dude. just wondering.
2: Damn. I'm a crazy man. Damn, so Chris. <laughs> okay. As long as I'm not gonna die from it, I'm pretty much open to it. And even if I almost could die from it, fuck it. <laughs> Let's do it. And he hasn't gotten hurt yet. Yeah. So hey. we're all good. Riding on the top of the bus, we're good.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> knocking, knocking all dude. sorts of stuff down. Knocking everything, dude.
0: <laughs> Okay, so we got one last question. Okay. It's something that we've asked everybody that we've ever talked to in one way shape or form. Mm. But it has to do with cookies. And in particular, <laughs> okay. I know. But in particular, it has to do with Oreo cookies. Oh, are you uh-oh, are you on team single stuff or are you on team double stuff? <sighs>
2: I'll be honest, Oreos suck. But if I was going to throw it at Reese's Suck, Oreos Suck, Cookie Criss. Anyways, if I was going to, I guess if I had to choose one, it would probably just be no stuffing because they all are trash. How about that? None of them. Okay. Uh, it's, but it's, in, rea- in reality, probably double stuff. Double stuff always it seems like it would taste wait, better. Wait, hold on. Kevin, you're <laughs> all over
1: the place right now. Time out.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> First you go nothing. Then you go yeah. double stuff. What is, no, Kevin Wright, it's okay. We're I mean, you don't have to agree with us. You're going to be wrong, but you don't have to agree with us. Whoa, whoa, he whoa, whoa, Oreos. He, he you
2: did. Oreos and used to watch Michael J. Fox surfing on a You <laughs> can't tell me I'm wrong. You cannot tell me I'm wrong, bro. Come on. It's
1: dude. a classic. Teen Wolf on is a classic. And so was the double stuff Oreo.
2: Uh, Oreos suck, so I'm going to go what type, ones, no Oreos.
1: What type of cookie are you indulging yourself in? There?
2: Dude, we're doing white chocolate macadamia and fresh from, Ooh, like, moms. Excuse me. Of- yeah, oh, no, booze- Excuse I'm boozy me, up, white Come chocolate Boozy with the almond milk, not even just regular milk. Come on, <laughs> Chocolate milk if I feel like it. You know what I mean? Come on. Kevin's
0: out there eating white macadamia chocolate chip yeah, he, cookies he's
2: with his up, pinky bro. up. <laughs> up. Got the roly, like you know what it is. come
1: on, yeah. you got a three-piece suit while I'm eating them. You know. How yeah. I, oh shit. Yeah, so, naked on the naked on the bus doing yeah. backflips <laughs>
2: things.
0: <There you> <laughs> well, Christopher, now you have something to bring to the to the next action show for Kevin. Oh, that's funny. Some white macadamia nut chocolate chip cookies or something.
1: I'll bring yeah, him some I'll, damn Oreos and I'll eat them in front of him.
2: I'll break them. I'll break every damn one of them in front of you, dude. I swear. Never, never enjoyed those a day in my life.
0: He's going to drop a leg drop right on, right on your <laughs> uh, sleeve of Oreo cookies. <laughs> Val, Maybe.
2: Okay. Like if I was going to do a death match, I think I would do an Oreo cookie death match and just see oh. how many of the motherfuckers I could break. You know what I mean? Just because that way I can take away the enjoyment yeah. of the people who, for some reason, enjoy them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just, Tear it up! Not let anybody is, get it. That is anyone. a
1: true heel move on your part with Val Payne. I think I'm just gonna go buy. Chat. I think I'm gonna go bad. to every
2: grocery store lot and go just take them and burn
1: them. Val wants to know if you're trying to get yourself canceled. She's she's trying to she's 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 curious.
2: <laughs> yeah, at this point, <laughs> that's what it takes. Hell yeah. If, if Oreos are gonna get me canceled, dude. I don't want to be. I don't want to be here. If that's the stuff that's gonna get me, <laughs> in, I don't even want to be here. Okay.
0: Well. No, I, I guess no no, no Oreo cookie sticker for uh, Mr. Ryan here. Oh, okay he's get, cookies.
2: <laughs>
1: he's getting he's all getting... <laughs> the stickers. He's getting all the Oreos. That's all we're giving him.
2: He's oh, shit. Long. That's money. That's money. Oh,
1: man. All yeah. right. We, we made it to the end. I, I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we started. Somewhere in the middle, it seemed kind of normal. But no matter what, it was a blast. Kevin, thanks for joining us tonight. We had a lot of fun. Uh, This is your time now. Tell the people out there where they can find you, your stuff, and anywhere you're going to be soon.
2: Uh on my Instagram, you can go on my Twitter at the Kevin Ryan. You can go on my, my merchandise store. It's called it's store Frontier slash braindead. It's got some pretty dope best merch on there. Not just putting myself over, but let's just be honest here. Probably the best merch in the game. You know, if Isn't I was that, gonna throw it out there. Yeah. Uh shout out to Jonesy's merch. I'm not a part of this, but Jonesy has some really ball merch he put out recently for a lot of great people. Um
1: a you can find me at New South, you can
2: find me at Action, you can find me at Southern Honor, you can find me at IWA now, which is ballin' and pretty much anywhere that hopefully I draw attention to. But just look me up, guys, and find me on YouTube. Uh, Kevin Ryan has a page on there I just made, like, probably a couple months ago. Uh, he does.
0: He's got three matches up there right now.
2: Just started, dude. Just freaking started, bro. And I have not a lot of views. So if y'all want to help me out with that, guys, you know what to nah, do.
0: You got uh, to get that match against O'Shea up there that I saw today. I forget where it was from.
2: Uh, that was New Level Pro, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Effie's the GOAT, by the way. Effie put that match on his like Twitch stream or something recently. So shout oh. out Effie for that. Thank you. We Effie's do, a friend of the pod. Shout yes. out to Effie. Oh, don't. Come on. Don't bury Effie, dude. Come on. No, no, we, no love we love friend. him. No, love he's Effie. a friend. friend. Friend of the pod. Oh, bro, I, thought you said, I thought you said he's afraid of the pod.
1: <laughs> no, sorry. no, Nis, no.
2: This that guy. So I was like, come on, dude. It's Effie. <laughs> Who doesn't
1: love a little Effie? <laughs> no, Effie's amazing. Effie and, he is uh Effie's top notch when it comes to support and, and independent wrestling and just oh, doing the, doing things right. So mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that's another fans. one, guys. Uh, look at uh Action Wrestling and all the other great shows on IWTV. Promo. We connection. have one final plug, IWTV. Look at that. Heck yeah. So But uh, I think that's about it, guys. Uh-oh. Is that what we're doing here? You, are, you, if we have
1: more, I'm open. I'm open. I, anything, I, but... I heard one thing and I and I'm I'm a. I'm a patron of Jonesy. I, I have a bunch of hoodies on the way right now that I'm super excited about. So I need to know, yep. could there be a Kevin Ryan Jonesy collab happening?
2: Now, I don't personally know Jonesy, but never say never. I would love to get in contact. You know what to do. You know, call up New York, call up Jonesy. You know what to do. We're going to clip the Roy- that part. Call the Company, get them canceled. I think he's Whatever.
1: actually in Pennsylvania. So yeah, but yeah. So is he? i I don't, send. Fucking, know. I don't I fucking know. But he's he's
0: cool either way. Yeah. He, he is in Pennsylvania? I is he out so. by is he Philly area? I don't know. I don't, uh, don't know. I Philly's like a I got a package
1: coming and it's coming from Pennsylvania, so I assume he's in that area. I'll I'm super Fair excited enough. for those hoodies. Those horror collabs are amazing, and I can only imagine what a brain-dead Kevin Ryan horror collab artwork would look like. So
2: Hopefully super saucy. That's what I'm hoping for. Shout-out, Jonesy. Hit me up. Something. You I'm ever watch, watch that? Somebody
1: watching. clip that. Somebody
0: clip that on Twitch and send that out
2: to well, the right people right that now. need to
0: be known. We'll
1: get it yeah. out there. We'll get it out there. For sure. Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. We had a blast. Appreciate y'all, man. Well, look forward to seeing you February 12th in Tyrone, Georgia for Action Wrestling. Look yep. forward to seeing a graphic of that match that we just informed you you're having. Who? What's that match Same. again? Captain? I would love to see that also. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh,
0: our, our friend here, Mr. Kevin Ryan versus the high flyer uh, Eli Knight.
2: Bingo. And all day.
1: I think we're all wondering is Kevin Ryan going to be alone or will he have backup? But we're not going to find out until we get to Tyrone, Georgia, February 10th. Yeah, For sure. So thanks for joining us on Twitch. Go follow us. Uh, hit the follow button. Go check us out on YouTube. Follow go, this check, guy. go check out yes. all Kevin's stuff. We're going to go yes. hit all those buttons when we get off this. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you again next time. We'll be back on Thursday night with big man Logan Creed. So and I'll be back say. on Tuesday with hockey talk. Oh, and you got hockey talk on Tuesday if you want to talk <laughs> about hockey. So, if you want to. Those.